Welcome to the Big Fucking Feelings Podcast, a show on how to use psychology to process your emotions, train your brain, and deal with being a human. And now, me, your host, psychology major, corporate badass, and certified life coach, Michelle Kevill. Hello, everyone. I hope you're well. And if not, I got you. At least you are here. My name is Michelle Kevill, and I help high-achieving corporate women feel passionate about their job again. Now, when you're receiving this, it's likely February, but I am still on my holiday. It's my last week before I go back to my corporate job. It has been so nice. It has been so relaxing. We've had some really, really good weather and I have just been, you know, doing little bits on my business and playing video games and going in the pool. And it's just, it's been a whole heap of fun. I have been looking also at my most recent episodes that I've like filmed for you guys. And I thought... Like, there's a big theme in all of them. If you are a regular listener, you've probably noticed that I'm talking about really just getting in and honing in on how do you love your job again? Like, what is, what I've really been doing is looking back at what is the key shit that I needed to know, like, a few years ago to really start loving my job again? And how can I make that super concrete and relevant for you? I've also been playing around on TikTok. So if you follow me there, I'm way more active. I've been doing like little 20 second nuggets of like my wisdom and I'm trying to share them on Instagram as well. At any rate, I digress. So this episode today, I really wanted to talk about something that I wish was explained earlier to me. And it took me, it literally took me until something happened in December of last year, which I'll go through that. I was like, I get it now. And that's how to be 110% okay with not being okay. I have touched on this in quite a few episodes with like Sunday scaries and stuff like that, but I really want to go in deep on this one on what that actually means, because I realize that some of you may be listening to this being like, yeah, I get it. Hi, just, you know, I need to feel my feelings of shit like that. I need to go in deep and explain what I mean when I say be okay with not being okay, which is, again, if you follow coaching and stuff like that, you'll hear that a lot. You will hear just being okay with like everything going on. But what does that actually mean? What does it look like? And I'm going to give you a little story as to what that all is. So I personally, when I started my, you know, coaching journey a few years ago, I got this intellectually. And it made sense as in, and I use a fire metaphor. If you're a regular listener here all the time, like emotions are like a house fire. You either run away from the house fire, it eats you up or, you know, you're pouring gasoline on yourself. You're making it worse for yourself. And what I use is you kind of have to just watch the house fire now. and, And that's probably the thing that I didn't get until very recently. And I want to explain to you. A lot of you are probably still giving in to some of that crazy emotion when it pops up and it's okay. It's fine if you are pouring gasoline on yourself. It's fine when you're anxious and you start, you know, like crying or venting or freaking out or just, you know, going down a a doom hole in your head and thinking that like nothing is ever going to work out. As in, it's okay if you're just, you know, pouring a little bit of gasoline on yourself But I mean, you really have to be okay with the fire. The fire is there, as in the emotions are in your body. You are freaking the hell out. You have 
heart palpitations, you want to vomit, you're feeling sick, your brain is racing, you have to be okay and not react to that. Not suppress it either and not, you know, not suppress it, not go with it, just let it exist. And I'm going to give you an exact example of this. Okay. So what happened was in December, it was a busy period for me at work. And on top of that, if you heard my episode on hormones and mind management, I have an autoimmune condition and I talk about this all the time. It is harder to manage your brain when you're not well, when your hormones are out of whack, etc. Because I've had a lot of practice with this, it does get easier each time and I've definitely learned and grown from what happened in December. But I just felt so anxious. And like, I conceptually got it. I conceptually understood that everything was genuinely okay. Like plans were in place, things were fine. You know, my autoimmune condition was flaring up, so I'm probably not going to be feeling the best. And yet, I'm resisting the house fire. I'm almost like, house fire, please stop. Like, just stop existing right now. Go away. It's not real. Like, I, I don't know why... It's kind of like talking to a house fire. <laughs> That's how I would say to it. It's like, I was talking to the house fire, like, why are you still burning? And it's like, my guy, I am fire. Like, I'm just going to continue to burn. And it didn't hit me until, you know, I'm doing all the stuff. I'm doing the thought work. I'm doing the processing. And I'm feeling a little bit low. I remember waking up in the middle of the night and my brain just raced. And it just went, I just want to run to a meal right now. I just tell him I want to give up. I want to stop. I can't do this anymore. This is too much. I don't even want to exist. It is, it's, it's too much. I can't do this. And I realized, I was like, oh, it like hit me like a ton of bricks. This is what I have to be okay with. The old Michelle would have run with that, would have reacted to all those words, all that anxiety, all those feelings of complete dread and gone to a meal and just being like my partner and just being like, oh my God, I can't do this, etc. Like crying into tears and stuff like that. And as I'm feeling this and going through all of this, I realized this is the thing I can't react to. I can't repress it, but I can't run with it either. I have to just be neutral to it. Once I accepted, I mean deeply accepted that I was going to continue to feel like complete shit, anxiety, panic driven. That is when I released a whole heap more kind of extra excess drama on myself. The excess drama being I'm trying to talk to a fire to put it out instead of being like, you know what? I give up. The fire is just going to put it out on its own. I'm just going to let it go. But you're not ignoring it because you can't ignore it. You can't repress it. You can't push it away. You're just watching the fire slowly die. And I would say for some of you who are like, yeah, I am doing that. All I would say is at a deep level, are you expecting yourself to feel better when you do it? If you are, then you're adding more drama to yourself because that's what I was doing. And I'm a coach and I was still doing that. You really have to at a deep level accept that you're just going to feel like shit. And once you let that go, in essence, you feel better, but it's a different type of better and it's going to be unique for everyone. For me, it was just like getting a painful vaccine. 
like knowing that I'm going to get, because I'm afraid of needles, right? That's what I mean. I'm afraid of needles and injections. I'm terrible at them. Um, I use numbing patches. I'm a big baby. <laughs> that's, that's what I mean for me. It's like, I'm knowing I'm going to get this like horrible, but really, really painful, like big needle just shoved into my arm and just knowing that that's, that's upcoming. It's just, but it's just accepting that it's going to happen and it's going to be painful and I'm not going to like it. And that's ultimately like, that's truly what it is. Because for some of you, what I'm seeing is this, yeah, but I'm doing that. I'm doing the thought work. I'm processing my feelings and I still feel like shit, but are you okay with still feeling like shit? Or are you doing all these things in hope that you will just magically feel better? That creates more pain. That creates more, not just anxiety, but there's like a low level sadness. It's like, oh, it's like, fuck, I don't want to be here. I don't want to do this. Versus truly deeply accepting that this is happening. I feel like this. I don't have to react to it. I don't have to run away with my brain. I can hear it. I can definitely listen to it. I can talk to it. I can feel my feelings. But if it's going to be, you know, taking longer for whatever reason to calm down. For, for me, it was my autoimmune condition. And my body genuinely was just like, I ain't going to listen to you. All the stuff that you're doing is going to take more time to do. And I truly just had to be okay with that. And even if it's not for you, like, here's the thing. Anyone who says, oh, because I've heard heard this before. It's like, yeah, but Michelle, you know, in those moments that it's likely your autoimmune condition or something like this, etc. It's just freaking thoughts. I still feel like dying. (laughs) Sometimes I feel a little bit better, but sometimes I do not. I feel so anxious that it's just like, I want to stop the feeling right now. But that is the problem. That is what makes it worse. By wanting to stop it and not accepting that my body is doing the thing, everything is feeling like shit right now, and it will go in its own time. Once I took that drama off, funny enough, the thing that was stressing me out, I was able to figure it out. I put together a plan. I presented that to my team and people, and it ended up getting sorted. And I honestly believe that is because I just let go of trying to, you know, at a deep, at like a subconscious level. Because I knew, I knew, I'm like, yeah, no, I, I need to feel this way. But it wasn't until that extra, my brain went really extreme that I was like, oh, I just need to not give into that. That extreme pain, that, that thing that's like pulling me towards, it's like there was a person pulling me towards pouring gasoline on themselves. It's like, come on, do it. Let's just, let's do it. Let's Freak the fuck out. That's the thing that I need to just step away from and just accept that this voice is is telling me a whole heap of things and I don't need to take it seriously. That's another way of saying it. You don't need to take things and this can sound like a lot, but I'll call it out. You don't need to take the anxiety that you are feeling seriously. That's in essence what I'm teaching. That's in essence what worked for me. Do you listen to it? Do you feel it? Sure, but you don't need to go run off with it. You don't need to believe all the shit you are telling yourself in that anxiety-driven, like, maddened state. You don't have to take any of the feelings seriously. Do you know how many times my brain is telling me that I'm failing in my business and I go to my coach and I'm like, everything sucks? And my coach is like, that's not true. Here's the evidence. And again, you don't have to take this feeling or these thoughts to mean anything about yourself. You can just choose to ignore them. 
not ignore them, but just choose to keep moving forward. Like listen to them, process them. I hear you, whatever, and keep moving forward. And I was like, shit, I can do that. And it's the same with whatever you're going through. You don't have to react so much to whatever is happening. And I speak as this from this as well. If this is something you struggle with, hence, you know, the name of the podcast, I realize this, even like I told a Brix the other day, I'm like, the name of my podcast is literally like for neurodivergent people <laughs> who don't who really lack emotional regulation. Because I just looked at it and I'm like, my podcast title is so kind of literal, you know, how to deal with big fucking feelings. And that was something I really struggled with. And you don't have to be neurodivergent, I'm saying, but... For me, with my diagnosis of ADHD, I struggle with a little bit with emotional regulation. This, this life coaching tools is what helped me figure that out. It gave me actual tools to calm down in the moment, work myself up. It got me to a point, again, should have had, like this year, I counted, I should have had six breakdowns this year in my job with everything that was going on. I did not. The most recent, most painful one in December did not happen. Down did my brain have a split moment where it wanted me to freak out? Yeah, it was holding the gasoline can. It's like, hey, hun, you should take this and you should pour it all over yourself. And I just sat there and was like, actually, I don't need to do that. I don't need to take you seriously. I don't need to take the heart palpitations in the morning seriously. I don't need to take the fact that my stomach is a little bit upset seriously. And it, guess what? It all figured out. And I practiced this new thought so intently because I knew, I knew I was like after, because I definitely believed, half believed at this point because everything, you know, wasn't feeling the best and hormones, emotions and everything. And it was a new thing, you know, new experiences. Your brain gets anxious and it brings up old thoughts that I could handle this. But I just, I was just like, okay, I'm going to use this as an opportunity because I know deep down that I can get through this and I will figure this out. And it's going to reinforce this new thought that I'm practicing. And that is, I have the capacity to solve this as it comes. Now, because I ended up doing all the things that I teach, you know, talking, you know, talking to my body in the way that I teach, like if you want to know more, uh, the secret to stop crying in the bathroom between meetings, my free workbook, it's in the show notes, check it out. That will give you all the stuff thought work, thought downloads, like all of that stuff. Once I figured it out, holy shit. Now I look at that thought and I'm like, fuck yeah, I have the capacity to solve it as it comes. God damn right I do. <laughs> I'm just like a hundred percent that thought I believe. Like it is so reinforced. I literally created the evidence for myself when I went through that. And this is what I say to my clients when they're going through and they're working with me going through like so much shit. And they're just like, oh, this is happening, whatever. I'm like, girl, you are going to learn so much so quickly and it's going to be great. And they come out the other end and they're like, oh, my God, Michelle, you're right. And I was like, see, I was like, now you believe this about yourself. It's fantastic. And it's the same here. Like I look at some of my very old thoughts where it's like, I am capable. And I'm like, Fuck. now I look at it. I'm like, I am so fucking capable I have got this in the bag. <laughs> I have done great shit and I will continue to do so. <laughs> That's a great thing when you learn what I teach at like this deeper level, you're able to just apply it not only to any area of your life, but different levels in your corporate career as well. So as you know, I've been promoted like twice in under a year. I'm out of manager's position and there are some new challenges. And of course, some of those old thoughts that I used to have in my early days are pricking up but I can handle them much better. 
I've avoided multiple breakdowns because I have like a good tool set that I can pick and choose and I know what I need to do and hence why I do this for all of you because I know that there is someone out there that is just overworked, overstressed, doesn't know what these tools are and is thinking that there's something inherently wrong with them but actually they just never had the tools. They never had the ability or the explanation in a way that suited them. I like to think that everyone's voice or my voice is speaking to you in a different way that, you know, you've listened to other things and you're like, huh, that's a new perspective. And that's like things that I learn. I try to be like, huh, well, how this, I've got this amazing kind of learning here. How do I share that with others? Because if I've got this, maybe I can make it easier for them. That is all I have time for. But I just wanted to share that little, that story, um, everything about like, you know, not be like really at the essence, I was like, oh no, people need to know this. Like they needed, like I needed to go to myself two years ago and be like, everything you're feeling right now, you just need to be okay with it. Like just, just accept it, deeply accept it. And that's what I'm telling you. You need to, if you are doing all this work that I teach in the podcast, Uh, my free workbook, etc. And you're deep down having this intention of, look, not that you don't want to feel better. Of course, we all want to feel better, but you want to rush the process because the fact is for some of you, it's going to, and depending, it depends on the circumstance, it depends on your thoughts, a whole heap of factors. Some people do this and they feel a ton better. Some people, it takes a little bit more time. It just varies. We all have strengths and weaknesses and different things. And if deep down you are like kind of pressuring yourself to feel better, You're pushing yourself too far. You need to let your body do its thing. You need to look at your emotions as a house fire that is going to die out and you need to watch it. Not run away from it, but not run into it either. Watch that house fire die. And if there's a person in the house shouting at you, wanting to have a freak out, just acknowledge it, but don't like go with it. And look, it's okay if you do. It's okay if you do. It's okay if you have a cry or freak out or go to someone like, you know, I almost was like, I'm going to go to my partner and start like losing it right now. But it hit me. I was like, oh, this is the thing that I need to like stop. This is what I was doing before. I was just, I couldn't handle feeling this way. So I'd have a freak out. I couldn't handle feeling anxiety so much. My body was like, this is taking too long and wanted to freak out about the anxiety. I don't want to do that anymore. And that is what the same with you. That is what's going to help you on your journey as well to, you know, dealing with those big fucking feelings and managing it and managing your brain really around like whatever is going on in your career and to truly loving your job again. Because when you can do that, when you can do this internal work, you don't have to switch multiple jobs. You don't have to sit there wondering why you go to each job and it sucks or eventually, you know, ends up sucking. And you just need to do the work internally. That's like, how amazing is that? You don't have to change any external circumstances. You don't have to go out and like apply for new jobs. You just have to look inward. This is a change how you're thinking. This is good news. So many people are freaking out. Like, I don't want to do that. Trust me. It's good news. It's fine. Internal is a lot easier than people say. You just got to build the muscles. That's all. And if this is something that you're looking for for 2023, if you are just sick of feeling this way, if have you come back from your leave? I know it's February, but you know what I mean? Have you come back after, you know, you're getting back into the swinging things and you're just like, fuck this again. 
and we start all over and hopefully Easter will come and maybe I'll get a break then but then we've got this thing due and you know looking forward to every single public holiday and just being like oh please I just you know just living for the weekends book in a one-on-one discovery call with me I want to show you how you can get the same vibrance I have including my clients for their job so it doesn't feel painful you're not worrying on Sunday about work you know you can take care of your own shit you enjoy your whole fucking life it is filled with beauty it's just like you go to work you're energized you're doing things you're handling your emotions you're coming home from work you're dropping it like a hat you just like leave when you need to on time you spend time with your kids you enjoy your weekends you're present don't you want to learn how to be present for your fucking life instead of wishing it away and hoping that there's a weekend and then on that weekend stressing out about it I sure didn't. (laughs) Hence why I'm doing what I'm doing to help you. So book in a call. I want to show you what your plan is going to look like. All right. I'll see you guys later. Bye. Hey, are you feeling super overwhelmed on the weekend? You just cannot stop thinking about work and you really wish there was an off button. Well, you should sign up for my five day challenge. How to disconnect from work and enjoy your weekend again in a way that actually works for you, not against you, doom scrolling on social media or binging Netflix, that's a thing of the past. I'm going to teach you a secret that I only share with my one-on-one clients that I'll be sharing for free in this challenge. Over the next five days, we're going to go through why you keep worrying, how to handle the top three most common weekend worries, and a step-by-step guide on how to get you out of anxiety and back into calm so you can truly enjoy your time off. Link is in the show notes below to sign up. We start on Wednesday, the 22nd of November. I'll see you there.